Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings Post Game Show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass., where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Jones beats it with a straight tackle! from the top. Number 15, Nelson Aguilar gets back inside. Another great throw right there, but great hustle by Kyle Hamilton coming up from behind, punches it out. Ah, foul words. Multiple swears. It was going so well, Andy, until it wasn't. It was a great game. There was real juice. I was feeling some of the competitive electricity that comes with a game between two like opponents that are slugging it out in the center of the ring. And then all of a sudden, one boxer decides to start punching themselves. Hello and welcome to the Six Rings Post Game Show with your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart here on WEI and the WEI Sports Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in. If you're at the stadium right now, sadly walking back out to your car, thinking you were going to be headed out to a post-game victory tailgate, waiting it out in traffic or doing yard work because you're so frustrated at home. The final score today, Baltimore Ravens 37, Patriots 26. If you want to call and vent because we are here to celebrate and today, sadly, commiserate, 617-779-7937 is the number, 37 to text and, of course, the socials at WEEI, at Six Rings Pod, at Fitzy GFY, at Jumbo Hart. And I am at my wits end, Andy Hart, Uh-oh. with beating yourself. I have said time and again, oh, I love this team. I love rooting for this team. I love watching this team. But we have said so many times, Andy, this team is not as bad as everyone wants you to believe or so many people have led you to believe. Chris Schein. Others. <laughs> but <laughs> and other people that shall not be named. But 
they are not good enough to overcome multiple self-inflicted wounds, mistakes, multiple picks in the second half. Great to see Devontae Parker break out because he locks on to Jacoby Myers too often, but then Mac Jones stares down Parker too much. All of his interceptions prior to the final one, upon which he got hurt, and we'll get to that in a second, were him targeting Parker too often. Fumbles, Aguilar, high and tight Aguilar, high and tight. That's why we played the audio of that because that was a backbreaker. I'm just, oh, you saw me in the conference room. I got here. I was full of energy. I was so ready. And then it just fell apart. Andy, what happened? Your Patriots aren't good enough to overcome the mistakes they make. We've been well, talking about it for weeks. Well, now you're just repeating what I said. No, I just, we, we've talked about it ad uh, Andy, nauseum. I, I'm sorry, uh, we go right now live to uh, Gillette Stadium Ooh. for Patriots coach Bill Belichick. You know, made more plays than we did. Um, they're a good team. And, uh, you know, they were able to take advantage of our mistakes. We weren't able to capitalize on, I would say, probably as many as theirs of theirs. Um, so, so. You know, all the way across the board, just a few plays here and there that we need to play better, need to coach better, need to do better. Um, but, you know, it's certainly we had too many mistakes today to, to be able to win. Uh, Bill, have you had a chance to see uh, Max since he left the field today and any update on his condition? No, just got in. Sorry, Bill, can you share even what happened, if there was any contact on the play? I'm sorry, but they didn't show a replay before I came down, just why Mac was limping? No. Bill, defensively, three touchdowns of 70-plus yards. Um, surrendered just defensively, you know, any, what were the problems today? Yeah, they had a couple of explosive plays. Um, the drives were 70 yards. There wasn't any 70-yard plays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a couple of opportunities to get off the field on third down, but they were a good first and second down team. And, you know, that's really where they hurt us the most. But they, they had a couple of third down conversions that kept those drives going. Um, you know, we had some stops. We had some turnovers. Uh, and then we just weren't able to, you know, capitalize on those when we got them. So um, it's really, you know, just – you know, total team football. Bill, you talked about the opportunities late in the game. Can you just talk about, I guess, the four late turnovers were really the dagger in this one, how upsetting that is to happen late in the game like that on offense? Yeah, well, it's yeah, not going to win turn the ball over in the fourth quarter. Now, you know, you're behind, you got to be aggressive, but um, still those, you know, we, we got to do a better job than we did on those plays for sure. Back to uh, Bill, uh, 30 seconds before halftime, uh, you guys managed to uh, get some passes and uh, go for the field goal. The past couple of years, you guys have been pretty conservative in that particular area before halftime. What in particular is sort of different this year that uh, led you to being more aggressive in that scenario? Yeah, I think each game in each situation is different. So not really sure what game, what situation you're referring to in the past, but it doesn't really matter. Today we thought that we had had an opportunity to do that. Um, we were able to, you know, get the ball in field goal range, get out of bounds on with no timeouts on the next to last play, and you know, Nick made a good kick. Bill, what did the Ravens do in the the second half there with the Lamar Jackson run game that 
led to them being as effective as they were? Yeah, I don't think there are any any new plays. Um, you know, they they ran you know, their C gap plays, and Lamar did a good job on you know keeping some of those or not keeping you know the option choices that he made. And uh, you know, we lost leverage, missed a couple tackles there. So combination of all those things. Bill, going for the two point try in that spot. What are some of the situational things you're weighing when making that call? What are what? What are some of the situational things, some of the factors you're considering when you're deciding whether or not to go for two in that spot? The score and the time left in the game. Bill, just what's your upshot through three games? Do you feel like this was just a couple turnovers here and there, a couple plays here and there? Do you feel like the team is progressing the way you'd like in all three phases? Well, I made my comments on today's game. I think that's really all that matters. Good. All right. Thank you. That was Patriots coach Bill Belichick in, dare I say, quintessential, if not classic, post-game defeat, mildly salty mode, Andy Hart. Yeah, I, I can be critical of Bill, but I think that was the proper answer. Those weren't exactly the, <laughs> the best time and the score. That, yeah, that's the, the reason I went for it's like if the time and score had been different, I probably would have kicked a PAT in the first quarter. Um, score and the time left in the game. Uh, well, well played, Bill. Now. Uh, he kind of, you know, just got off the field and didn't answer the question as to what happened to Mac Jones, who is dealing with a lower leg injury. Clearly, could barely we don't know. put weight on it. Right, limped we don't off. know what happened. Uh, Ma- uh, Actually, ho- more hopped off yeah. than limped off. Mike Reese tweeted as soon as he saw it happen. Uh, once Mac Jones was hit on that final interception of the game, he hopped right up. Someone rolled over on his leg. And he held his leg up, hopping on one leg across, over to the sidelines. Mike Reese tweeted that Mac went straight to the locker room. So uh, I, we don't know anything. We're not no. going to rampantly speculate if it's a sprain, you want a break, to, a tear of anything. Well, go ahead, feel free. High ankle sprain. I think. I think otherwise. Oh, so you're willing to you're willing to speculate uh, I, even worse than a high I ankle was, sprain? All I said was otherwise. Yeah, like no, that, it didn't look great. And we, I think the first text I saw when we came in here, and it's well down the machine now, said, "Let the Bailey Zappi era begin." Was the reaction uh, from at least one fan? Now I don't know if that was in reaction to just the injury or the injury after the insult of watching Mac throw three picks in the game, including a hellacious. You Nelson Aguilar fumbled away your last ditch effort, mm-hmm. but before that, when they were swapping turnovers late in the game. Ravens gave you the ball back. Rashad Bateman with a great, fumble. Great play at midfield. Yep. Mac lobs up a ball in the back of the end zone on third down that Marlon Humphrey got one of the early, easiest interceptions of his career. It was a strange day for Mac Jones in that I thought he played really well and played comfortably at times and then looked really bad at times, including you know the four turnovers. Not all of them were him. He had three interceptions. Uh, but Bill Belichick summed it up right there, as we were saying when we went into Bill. They're not taking advantage of the mistakes from the other team, and they're making too many mistakes on their own. And you can't you can't play that spectrum, right? Because if you look at the stats, and we'll get into this as the postgame show continues here, but a lot of the numbers kind of favor the Patriots. Yards and first downs and things of that nature, but it doesn't matter. The final score favored Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, put on another show. Four touchdown passes, a rushing touchdown, was making plays all over the field, even though you got some pressure on him at times from Judon. Three first-half sacks from Dietrich Wise. It was not enough. And I didn't even think Lamar played a great game. I thought he missed some throws over the middle of the field where he was aiming the ball short, bouncing it. But in the end, we kind of got the game we expected, right? You're going to make more plays on offense because the Ravens' defense isn't great. Yep. 
And you're going to give up more plays on defense because Lamar Jackson is great right now. He's one of the best handful of football players walking the planet. He's looking to get a $50 million a year deal. That's what your top-tier talent also that was passed over in the draft a couple years ago, who Bill Belichick sent a love letter to this week, and deservedly so. Not even his best game. That was a five-touchdown game for Lamar Jackson. Uh, Andy, via a friend of a friend, someone who was at the stadium, uh, someone just sent me a picture of multiple trainers helping Mac Jones down the stairs into the locker room, the one I just, the aforementioned tweet from Mike Reese. You can see Mac Jones' mouth open, writhing in pain. Um, yeah, no, I, he was I clearly in pain. sharing this right the second. I'm just going to say straight up, he's in pain. Some, that's well, not yeah, a high Well, yeah, I got the same photo frame. with Michael Jordan's crying head uh, cut and pasted onto <laughs> Mac's <it>. face. <laughs> it's a yep, meme already. there it is. Yeah, it's already a meme. Okay, good. So but it's no, out this there. Is, so, so this is the, the second out time. It's bad in, news. We've only had a history of three post-game shows here on the Six Rings post-game show, and this is yep. the second time in three of those he's where the main injured. story is Mac is hurt. Ah. And that is not how you want to play. That is not how, especially with Ugh. everything else going on, if we keep throwing injury into the insults of the coaching and the play calling and the offense and the scheme and the execution, because there were positives today. Yeah. Right? You there were, were a, a lot shootout. of positives. You were in a shootout. You made some plays defensively, not enough. Offensively, you certainly made plays. We had the Devontae Parker breakout game, right? We waited all last year for Jonu Smith's breakout game. Never came. Still Devontae never Parker, I think people were starting to worry after a couple weeks. What are we getting in Devontae Parker? He broke out today, and if Mac were a little better, I think the breakout game would have been a little bigger, and it may have been in a winning effort because I thought Mac missed him on a couple corner routes that could have been completions earlier in the game. But at least Devontae Parker made some plays. Devontae Parker had but a catch through the first two games. Unfortunately... Uh, he was targeted multiple times in those two games, both of Mac Jones' interceptions prior to today, as noted by Andrew Callahan and many others today on your timeline, were when he was targeting Devontae Parker. Today, Mac finishes with three interceptions. Now he has five on the season. The first two were again. No, that's not very good. The first two, that's two picks, excuse me, two touchdowns, five picks on the season for Mac Jones. Ugh. The first of those three, the first two of those three, rather, excuse me, were when he was targeting Devontae Parker. I didn't want to be in a position where you say, hey, it's the Devontae Parker breakout game. It was. You were without Joe, Jacoby Myers today. Yep. He's his obvious security blanket. So, hey, Devontae Parker finally breaks out. Mac has to spread the ball around. I thought he was going to have to cook today because you're taking advantage of a less than stellar secondary that gives away, gives up big plays. Problem is, Mac Jones ends up locking onto someone like he did with Jacoby Myers time and again, and now he just kept staring down. Devontae Parker, multiple times, he didn't need to target him. I understand targeting him when he's, because he's big, he's tall, he's great at the 50-50 ball. And he's hot. Like, yeah, he's having a day. He's on a streak. I know, he's on a heater, so you want to keep riding that hot streak. But I think Mac locks onto someone a little too much and gets googly eyes for the guy that he's rolling with when there were players open on first and third and fourth down. The Ravens timed a lot of blitzes very smartly off the corner to pressure Mac into rolling to a side and having to make a split-second decision. What does he do? Looks for Parker, and unfortunately, turns into turnovers. I also think each game of the first three weeks, he's had too many bad throws for my liking. Not decisions, not anything. I'm talking about... The actual physical effort of the ball leaving his hand and supposedly going to his target. Even the interception uh, underneath to, I think it's Josh Burns, Barnes, something like that, the mm-hmm. linebacker, to to Parker. 
was a grossly underthrown ball. If mm-hmm. Barnes doesn't catch it, it's going to hit Parker in like his shoe tops. It wasn't right. like it was headed right for his chest or his head area to make a nice catch. And those early throws to Parker, two corner routes, I thought were late. Lobs mm-hmm. didn't get there in time, didn't have the arm. Whatever We can get into why it's happening, whether it's timing, decision-making, you know, arm strength, whatever. I don't think he's throwing. We talked about it last week. That The, the throw to... to Parker that ended in the pick is not all that dissimilar to going left last week and hitting Cameron Sutton in the chest, right? And that and fell out of it. his chest. That right. was actually the interception that faded to Minka, Fatch- Minka Fitzpatrick when he came in wasn't the worst throw. The worst throw was the Cam Sutton throw. Right. Today, so there's he, too many of those that we can count through three games Short of bad to Devontae throws. Parker uh, in the corner of the end zone, like you mentioned. A couple of balls over the middle where arms were up, just sneaking it into tight windows. But, like, his first interception was thrown directly to the to, directly to the safety. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. He's not throw and and some of that I've been big on Mac is the least of your problems to some degree. The coaching and Patricia and the scheme and everything that's going on, the weapons, maybe they're not good enough. Why aren't they showing up? Who's showing up week to week consistently? Who gets open? But there's through 3 weeks too many throws, just flat out throws, and those are on Mac. That's all Mac. That's all Mac's fault, yep. decision, whatever. So I think there's been too much of that. But I don't want to overreact here. I think the Ravens are a pretty good football team, probably mm-hmm. more talented than you. We listened to Jason Locke and Fora talk about it on the Six Rings podcast. They may not be quite as talented as they've been in the past, and they're working into health in the back end of the secondary with Humphrey and Marcus Peters and some of those things. But Lamar Jackson's really good. Guess who else is really good? Mark Andrews. Yep. Like, those are two all-pro caliber playmakers. I think he might be the best tight end in the NFL right now. And, and that we've, we saw for years, if you start from that with Brady and Gronk, Brady and Edelman, if you start, the rest can be filled in around a lot easier. Like, Bateman doesn't have to be great. DuVernay right. doesn't have to be great. Hell, they got, and I enjoyed this, sorry Patriots fans, they have Ricard, a 300-pound fullback, catching crossers for like 12 yards early in the game. Is there anything more on brand than you getting all hardo about the Ravens having a 300-pound fullback? And I didn't know that. And you the Ravens were all, all butthurt last year because the Patriots snagged Ben Mason off of their practice squad, and then the guy didn't right. even end up playing. Where is so. he now? Not here. I, not not here. anywhere. Nope. So, th- but that the, my point is you can fill in pieces around. They had problems on the offensive line today. They were down to their third tackle. Dietrich Wise is taking advantage of that. Had a great first half. He was all Three over Lamar. Three sacks in the first Three half. Sacks. Now, they tightened it up in the second. Dietrich Wise didn't do much in the second half, and they, they didn't get as much pressure on Lamar. But my point is when you have a couple foundational tentpole playmakers, mm-hmm. You can fill in a backup tackle here. You can, you know, you can get just enough plays out of developing receivers like Duvernay, who's more of a returner, or Bateman, but who right fast. now is just he is. Duvernay has got some speed. no question. But when you have those foundational All Pro pieces, and certainly Lamar is at the center of it. When your quarterback plays at a high level, five touchdowns, five, not one, not two, not three, not four, five touchdowns, four passing, not even a two hundred yard passing day yet, four touchdowns. But another over 100-yard rushing day for him. And most plays. of them came up the gut, Andy. And there were sneaky plays. It just wasn't yeah. the big run, the 30-whatever-yard run late in the game. Right. It wasn't just the throws. There's little plays where, oh, you should have a sack. He's dead to rights. Judon and Uche, Uche meet him in the back. Oh, nope, nope, I'm gone. I'm not taking the sack in this play. Mm-hmm. Live to fight another day. He had one where he rolled out, broke a tackle from somebody, throws it away. Those matter. Those are the negative plays that stunt offense, that set you back, that lead to punts. That he avoids, and then when you mix in the, the big play as well, now you have a recipe for him carrying an offense, and as Bill said earlier in the week, 
Can't wait to see that contract. Yeah, I uh, just retweeted it a few seconds ago at FitzyGFY uh, from Greg Bedard's Twitter account. Uh, the photo was from Adam Richens. Uh, uh, it was a quote tweet off of Bedard's original. Mac Jones carried downstairs to a locker room, screaming in pain. I know you said it was a meme, the crying Jordan face, but you can, if you close up on the photo, if you zoom in, you'll see that he is in major pain. As we sit here and dissect and pick over the wreckage, unfortunately, from the Patriots, 37-26 loss at Gillette today in Game 3 of the 2022 season to the Ravens. It was going well till it wasn't, and then it started going bad. But now the insult, the injury to insult factor yep. here could be bad because let's just say for you thought high ankle sprain. I'm speculating that it could, yeah. I'm speculating that it's going to be worse. A high ankle sprain hurts a lot. We've all had a yes. we've and all had a great three a sprain and can take a long time. Can be slow to recover, even for a guy who's not a runner. Right, right, like just to be able or to be an around elite the athlete. Or, Mac Jones is a quarterback. We're not talking about. Right, but he has to be able to protect himself and right. move in the pocket. You can't be out there on one leg. He was trying to hang in there to, to get uh, by another extra half second because they're in desperation mode. He wants to be able to try to pull off what the Jets right. did to the Browns last week. Instead, now, we might be without Mac Jones for a while. Oh, I certainly, if you had to make me make a prediction, does he play next week? Oh, it's Hoyer Rogers all day. My prediction is no. I mean, I'm sorry, a guy that can't put any weight on it is screaming in agony as they help him down the stairs to get off the field late Jeez. in the game. This isn't, how did he describe the back? It was something like, it didn't feel right, so I wanted to get it checked out. They checked it out. You know what I mean? Like, there was kind of a... And we saw the footage. He was walking with one foot yeah. that was a little heavier. Something may have been out of alignment. This is, uh -oh. looking at this and then extrapolating a week down the road, it's hard to say, yeah, that guy will be fine and back out there next week. It's hard to say that. So, yes. I know some people were jokingly saying the Zappy era started. You're right. It's probably Brian Hoyer, but mm -hmm. um, it's certainly not what you're looking for at one and two, three games into the season, heading to Green Bay. You haven't, you know, you, you, now you could be one and three heading towards the soft part, which don't look ahead now isn't as soft as it once was. No, the Lions gave the Vikings a great game, and we know they've been a tough out the first couple of weeks of the season, but you don't know if you're going to have your starting quarterback. Now, there'll be some on the text line probably calling in later to the show, et cetera, et cetera who will probably tell you, like, yeah, well, the way he's been playing so far, I'm not even sure if I'm going to worry about that. You want Mac Jones out there. You need Mac Jones out there. And, Andy, here's a, a blossoming concern or a concern in development that I think both of us have. We had it all off season long, not to rain on everyone's parade, but, again, we said time over. Mac Jones has to develop for the positive this year. You can't stunt or hinder Mac Jones's growth. Correct. And for somehow, some way, some reason, so far – I haven't seen. We saw a window of Mac Jones developing today from, I would say, like through the first quarter into the or up to the end of the third quarter, minus one or two passes. We saw a very good game from Mac Jones. And then he, like the defense and the majority of the team, kind of started to fall apart. He was he's too inconsistent. He's regressing. He was definitely locking I think, on. I think he's, yes. The, yes. the the Damian Harris throw on the goal line where he hit Patrick Queen in the hands and it could have been a pick six, Oof. 98 yards. Oof. I mean, there were some other plays, and that's my point. Every quarterback makes mistakes, but after you have a three-pick game and you can point to two or three others that were really bad throws, now you're just getting a too high a percentage of bad throws from your quarterback. And yeah. what the root of that is, I don't know. Like That's the you know next level psychoanalyzing him, psychoanalyzing the offense. Is he comfortable with the purpose and all? You know, He keeps bringing up the why. As long as I know the why, I'm fine with it. But right now they're not a good offense. They were in, they had a chance to win today. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're a good offense. Like the fourth and the fourth and two play, 
where he just went right for it, and it was two yards behind the sticks, and Marlon Humphrey jumps it. And I don't want to hear Devontae Parker was wide open down the field. Marlon Humphrey saw the play and jumped it. He could have covered Parker down the field. He's like, oh, they're going to do this? Right. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm going to so go over there. I don't buy this idea that Mac picked the short one, which was a terrible decision, over the wide open guy. He was already in the process of throwing to that guy. That's why Marlon Humphrey was jumping it. The second Kendrick Bourne went into motion, everybody in the stadium, let alone yes. on the field, was like, no, don't throw it there. And somebody and then said. Mac just turned. And there were too many of these behind the sticks throws today. Yes. The, uh, the Stevenson two-point play. The Stevenson two-point play. Which almost turned into a crazy Stevenson Highlight of the season almost turned into like an absolute NFL film's classic play. Did everything he could. We'll get to Mondre in the thumbs up, thumbs down section later here on Six Rings. Almost turned into a Herculean and heroic effort. Well, he made the Herculean effort. Sadly, it was not heroic because he was down, down by contact. But too many plays behind the line of scrimmage. And I would like to get to this. You can put in the thumbs-down category, play caller du jour, whoever was calling the majority of the game, if it was Patricia Judge Patricia. at all. Uh, the play calling got in the way today. Okay. The play calling was not good today, Andy. Are you are you surprised? No, but it was like... You have a defensive... I'm, I don't know how many times I can beat this damn drum. We're in week three. We got how, well, 14 more of these games. I'll beat it during the bye week for you as well. No, during the they bye have week, a I'm defensive be in a sensory deprivation chamber. They have a defensive coordinator calling plays. But he knows Should we football. be surprised? I don't care. I Christian Barmore knows football. Are you going to move him to receiver and then expect him to be good? Well, maybe he won't fumble it's like Aguilar. It's a specialized sport. And we are we can't be surprised that the offense is not fun and cohesive and fluid and just mm. efficient and working. But but it's not Matt Patricia or Joe Judge or Brian Hoyer's or even Mac Jones's fault that Aguilar fumbles. It's not their no. fault that Mac Jones makes the wrong read, go, throws off his back foot in the corner of the end zone, and throws the pick when uh, there's the corner blitz when it's third and goal. Now it is it is Matt Patricia's fault when they call boring behind-the-sticks throws on fourth and three, uh, third and goal for a two-point conversion. Yeah, bad. Second and goal, a three-yard up-the-gut play to Damian Harris. The only reason why they're calling that is because they called a behind-the-sticks pass on first and goal from, like, the fifth. I just don't understand it. Can I there's spin no, something? There's no flow. That's what I'm getting. There's can I, no flow. Can I, like, a texter right just said something, like, the Mac injury is the perfect excuse for Bill. This is from the 781 when they win four to six games. I, I, I'm not going down that road, but you know how the Bengals got great? How, uh, how did the Bengals get great? Joe Burrow got hurt. They picked in the top five picks in the draft, and they drafted Jamar Chase. Well, we I don't want to go down that receiver, road. Don't I don't want to go down that road yet that the season's over, and you might no. as well tank and, and pick in the top five. No. But that happens to teams. Happened to Ben Roethlisberger. He, they, they got hurt. They had a down year, and then they, they picked one of their receivers, I think. Like, oh, no, maybe Troy Palomar. I don't know. They picked somebody great. Like, some of these great teams have one really bad year where they end up picking really high in the draft, and they pick a Hall of Fame caliber player. I'm just saying, you know me. I look, to, I look for the silver lining in pretty much everything in life. So oh, I'm looking for the silver lining in this. If there's one person I know who looks for the sun amidst the clouds, who looks for the needle in the haystack, who wants to find the one Mike and Ike and a patch of sour kids? That's me. It's you. Damn right. It is you. Boy, you are Mr. Sunshine. I'm just trying to put a positive spin on a, a day that. And so, and didn't I think all so of positive. us, are, I think all of us are. I was at the stadium for the first half, made my way here to the studio for the second half. I blame me because everything was going well until I got the car and drove here. Apparently, I drove off and took all the good mojo with me. 
Well, I'm listening to the game on the radio. We get here. It's a tight game. You and I are, you know, jumping. Out. We're clapping at the TV. I'm jumping up and down. I'm getting fired Well, it was kind of crazy. It this was, was a, a little Patriots, an entertaining Ravens, game. Baltimore, I mean, uh, playoff-style game yeah. where, like, there's ups, there's downs, there's momentum one way, momentum the other. There was a flurry of turnovers. How many? There were one, two, three, f- at least four turnovers in, like, the final Lamar seven had, minutes? Yeah, they were, like, the, I think like there that. were four turnovers in the fourth quarter alone. Like, Lamar had one pick, and they had one fumble for the Ravens. Patriots had one fumble and three picks. That's six turnovers. That's a lot of turnovers. Again, I said it at the top of the show. I'm going to say it again. Repeat Uh, yourself. Do it. Do it over and over again. Headline for me, Patriots not good enough to overcome self-inflicted wounds. I agree. And I think that's been the case, unfortunately, for somewhere in the range of eight weeks now. I'm literally starting in camp and, and straight through the preseason and then into the regular season. It's the same sort of story and I will say they're adding plays, which is good. Playmaking. Mm-hmm. More even the Aguilar play. Yep. Great play. Oh, you're great excited. Dart of a throw, too. Right. They diversified Devontae Parker in his breakout day. His first catch was a crosser. Catch and run. Oh, mm-hmm. that's not a 50-50 ball. Wow, this guy can do more than just out jump somebody 35 yards downfield. Toe tappers on the sideline. He's making some plays. Running game. Ramondre Stevenson. I am growing a uh Greater appreciation for Ramondre Stevenson. And I'm going to make an early, bold prediction for next year. Superstar next year. Alvin Kamara. Uh, I'm going to say somewhere in the range of 1,600, 1,500 total yards next year. Whoa. A Wiggy-esque take from one Andy Jumbo. Yes. Okay, I want to make sure I'm clear. Definitely not I don't want to get ripped now. No, I mean, all people are going to do is key on the running backs now. If it's Hoyer, if it's Zappi. If Bill Belichick has another son, I don't know who could step under center. I don't know. It's... It's bad. I he I don't think Mac is is playing again. We don't know anything other than he was taken to the locker room immediately after he the play. Hopped. He jumped up. We need he to jumped say hopped. Up. There was immediacy to his movement. He did put no pressure on the leg. Pushed himself up up the ground. Hopped over. You could see on the Fox broadcast that he was in pain. There was some a searing pain behind his eyes, and multiple reports say Mac Jones was screaming in pain as he was helped down the stairs. And into the locker room. Obviously, we heard from Coach Bill Belichick a couple minutes ago here on mm. Six Rings. I doubt we're going to be hearing from Mac Jones. Again, two out of three post-game shows here on the Six Rings post-game show on WEEI. We don't hear from the quarterback because he's too hurt to go to the podium. And by the way, best indictment case scenario. Of, indictment of the offensive line? Quick take. No, no. no. The offensive okay. line wasn't great today when you combined their the early uh, sack where they had another communication snafu. I think it might have been Queen, one mm-hmm. of the linebackers. And it's a good ball player. Cole, yeah, Cole Strange and and Trent Brown weren't on the same page. They just kind of opened up. Queen comes through sack. They had a couple couple penalties, almost swore there mm-hmm. accidentally. Um, David Andrews <laughs> had a sack and penalty. So they weren't great, but I don't blame them necessarily. And certainly not for the injury, but isn't best-case scenario right now a sprained ankle? Like best, yeah, yes, best a, high, case. a high ankle sprain. I'm, I'm just going to say best case is just a regular ankle sprain. Uh, but it looks like a really, case. a really painful regular ankle sprain if it's that. Injury. We're not talking Paul Pierce in game one of the 2008 NBA Finals no. where it's like, oh, he's done for the series. Oh, here he comes. That's not happening. But you never know. I mean, we have Justin Herbert playing today. Last week there was a third down play where he just wanted to get rid of the football and didn't even want to get a first down. Right. So And then a play week, later he threw one of the best yeah, passes you'll ever start. see. Uh, but week to week, you know, modern medicine and shots and various things. Whatever's in Christian Fourier's backpack. Yeah, sometimes uh, you can get guys together so they are able to play. But right now, at one and two, coming off a four turnover performance, three oh. interceptions for Mac Jones, and mm. Mac Jones is hurt. Uh, I know you like to say it, but the Andy Hart sound. Ugh. Ugh. 
I don't want to go so far as we suck again because I actually thought you were competitive. That was 14 to 13 at the half. There was a five play drive where they got 40 some odd yards. Nick Folk, bang, 50 yarder at the half. 14 13 Ravens up by one. We had a ball game. Then the Patriots do the double score. They get a touchdown coming out of the tunnel. Oh, my God, Andy Hart, is this Patriots football again? They did the double score. Yes. We haven't seen that in a long time. And then the defense decides to (laughs) – where'd the tackling go? Then all of a sudden they can't tackle Justice Hill, who looks like a combination of Priest Holmes and Jamal Lewis all over again. Then there's a turnover, and then the Ravens go back and score another time. Now all of a sudden they're up by eight points. Patriots drive. They try to tie the game. They can't because they don't convert the two-point conversion. And then just mistakes. Mistakes. It was. I'm not sure, Andy, if it's too many people all trying to be the person who energizes the team and leads them in a comeback or to victory because we know it's a team effort, not just one person. Uh, there were some great individual efforts today. Um, if it's because they're all thinking too much, again, they are processing and learning a lot of new stuff. It's not a full-blown reboot of the offense, but... There have been some schematic adjustments. It's tough to put your finger on the one something that is causing this team to look so disjointed. I know you want to say it's because you don't have you have people that haven't done this job before doing these jobs, these high leverage important some of jobs. Them. And I think you have some talent. For example, the defense, as you started to have more and more breakdowns, um, Tavai is on the field too often for my liking. I don't think Jelani Tavai is a great football player. No. Your guy, Mac Wilson, on a long uh, cutback from Lamar Jackson, Your just guy. getting washed out of the play, which can happen to smaller, quicker, and, dare I say, borderline starting caliber linebackers. The guy's not a surefire NFL starter. That's his reality at four, four years into his NFL career. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jabril Peppers missed a tackle down the field on one of those plays. And you're like, well, maybe if Kyle Duggar's out there, maybe he's in one of those spots. Maybe that's not as long a run. So... The lack of depth, lack of playmakers that we're talking about on offense, you can say on defense, too. Like, you have some guys on – because you started so – Wise and Judon. Okay, those are guys you can build around. Yeah. Josh Uche, eh, not so much. Uche, Tavai, Wilson. Are those guys really players you can count on? And then or guys, guys that are just playing? Uh, sorry for stepping on your words there, but then guys you can count on or should be able to count on, like Jonathan Jones. I mistakenly thought it was Jack Jones earlier. Jonathan Jones makes the pick for the Patriots – Starts a rally for them. Mm-hmm. Then later on, he gets juked by Duvernay, who picks up another 30 yards on one of those drives, one of those back-breaking drives that then leads Mac to try to take more uh, risky shots downfield that leads to more interceptions, and there we go. All right, we got to take a break. we got to pay some bills here. The Six Rings postgame show marches on. It was a game that was within the Patriots' grasp. There was juice. It was exciting. It was fun until it wasn't. Too many self-inflicted wounds, too many mistakes for the Patriots today. And now to add injury to insult, we don't know exactly what happened to Mac, but he left the field writhing in pain. Bad news, Patriots fans. One and two, and the quarterback could potentially be out for a while. 617-779-7937. Give a holler, commiserate if you'd like to. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. We're back to the Six Rings post game show on WEEI. Jones, too tall and picked off. Marcus Peters, 30 second career interception for Peters, and Jones is hurt. Injury to insult in this fourth quarter as their quarterback limps off. First day, Mac Jones or Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. I'm currently watching the video on Twitter at the end of the game where the ball wasn't spotted quickly enough. The Bills, Bills Mafia Twitter has got to be just as bad as Pat's Twitter was on that awful behind-the-sticks fourth-and-two pass in the first half. My, my, my. Andy, have you seen this? I just retweeted it at Fitzy GFY. Ken Dorsey literally stood up, headset off, smashes a mic, throws all of his papers all over the coach's box bananas just an insane day with so many ups and downs injuries tough finishes tight games so you didn't fall a further game behind the bills okay but guess what you are two games with a loss in pocket to the afc east leading miami dolphins hello and welcome back to the six rings post game show here on weei you can give us a holler do you want to talk about mac jones who are you most frustrated with today following the Patriots' 37-26 defeat to the Baltimore Ravens, a Ravens team that we'll say did not necessarily have their greatest performance, Andy, but certainly were better than you as far as offensive execution, not turning the ball over, and punching it in when it counts. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. The Ravens are not a great team right now, certainly. No. Like, that's clear. They're good, but they're not great. No, I don't even know who their is their past defense team. is not very good. They lost Justin Houston in the game. Calais mm-hmm. Campbell is gutting it out there. Mm-hmm. And when we talked to Jason Lockenfora on the preview Six Rings podcast, he talked about they're having to lean on those old guys who should be right. rotational complementary players to be the guys right now. And the secondary that's so expensive stinks. stinks. Right. I mean, that's they got a the secondary. Picks today, that, but if the Patriots didn't keep shooting themselves in the foot, that's a secondary that was to be taken advantage of. The only but thing they'll be I'll opportunistic. Say there, is I feel a little bit like Lamar is in that world where he was going to beat you. Lamar is going to beat you. That kind of, mm-hmm. you get you get you two, I'll get three. You, you get really? four, I'll get five. You get seven, I'll get eight. I just, he feels like he, the scorched earth thing we've talked about coming out of the contract negotiations. I mean, he had seven touchdowns coming in. He now has 12 in three games. Yeah, someone's going to get paid. That's stupid. That's like yeah. silly season. And it's going to cost Baltimore a ton. And I think yards. If they end up having to over 100 yards again on the ground for Lamar Jackson, 
If Baltimore ends up having to franchise tag him next year and the year after, those two combined seasons will be $100 million guaranteed. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I think he'll I mean, be the way okay he's playing, with that as well. Do you care? No, he should be getting more. Like, <laughs> that's the guy that you're going to build around, especially the way they look right now where they're really having to lean on him. Their one concern is if he keeps rushing for 100 yards a game and having to do everything, at some point he probably gets hurt. 617-779-7937 is the number. A million other thoughts we want to share with you, but first let's start getting the vent on. Let's let you guys holler at the Six Rings postgame show and tell us what you thought and what you saw. Rob's in the car. Rob, what's going on, my guy? Hey, Fitzy. Great to see you on the sideline today. Enjoyed that. Thank uh, you, buddy. Silver lining of today. Absolutely. The uh, silver lining of today, though, is Josh McDaniels is 0-3 in Vegas, so uh, he could be back here sooner than we think. <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. Rob, I like it. You Safe piggybacked ride home, off Rob. me. Thank you. So what happens is they win like four games this year because Max hurt. Yep. They get a stud receiver, a Jamar Chase, a Justin Jefferson type. I'm sure there's one out there. I don't know. I, I don't really know if the receiver class is as good next year, but we'll Can find Can you someone. not be a wet blanket for a half a second? Well, Jackson Smith Najigba. There's your wide receiver. Jackson Smith Najigba that, okay, rolls you, right off the you tongue. You just made that name up. Ohio State. Oh, and, that kid. Yeah, he's great. And they laid the lumber to Wisconsin yes, last night, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. Holy macaroni. But you get a playmaker, and then you bring back Josh, who, you know, actually knows how to drop offenses and call plays, at least in but New England. But how come he can't do that? Because he only good... does it in New England, not St. Louis, not Denver, and right. maybe, not maybe not in Las Vegas. Maybe not in Las Vegas Sorry, as well. Josh. You need us. We yeah, need you. I know. Let's marry again and hug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mark Daniels. Excuse me, not Mark Daniels. He does a fine job for the Providence Journal. No, Mark Davis is going to be on the hook for an awful lot of money if that keeps going south. Raise your hand if you had the Raiders going 0-3. No. Nobody. Absolutely not. And Nobody. Not even looking good. We've talked about the Devontae production, yeah. Hunter Renfro before he got hurt, the lack of production. My guy Josh, I don't, I don't know what you're doing out there, bud, but let's go. Pick it up. I actually watched the Josh McDaniels coaches show on Twitter the other day. You I don't know why. Did? It was very weird. I was sitting to wake. You pick do up one realize of my kids at we live in the age of premium golden streaming television. I could recommend. Well, no, I was sitting in my million... car, and it popped up on my Twitter, and it's like the Josh McDaniels like Andy, ten minutes. Do sit not down. admit that you get distracted on the road, sir. I was parked, Jack Wagon. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. We'll sell it for Fourier's fundraiser. I was parked. I'll never Jack see any. <laughs> I know that because I still haven't seen any from Mac to the Future. Uh, did you get your beer? And by the way, Mac to the Future. <laughs> 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 Speaking of which, Jimmy's in Malden. He wants to talk about the Mac Jones injury. What's up, Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy. We're going to be up uh, Ship's Creek without a paddle this season. No, that was okay. He said he said ship. Ship. Yep, that's right. He'll, we'll Plus, be, there was a TV show. Yes, exactly, as well. Jimmy, um, were you at the game today, buddy? No, I was watching it at home in my TARDIS. Did you throw anything? No. <laughs> You fell down a hole. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Thanks for much. the call, Jimmy. Hey, wow. Uh, excellent. What do you Great think he fell in? Nuance and layers galore. Who Jimmy still has Malden. wells you can actually fall in? Around. Well, he's in Malden. He could go to Dom's and go get some steak tips. So, you know, at least he's How got did that he involve take, falling in. I, I don't know. I would like to fall into a thing of steak tips <laughs> right now. I need. I want to eat my feelings right now. Uh, we got, let's see, real quick, Andy. Uh, Mike is in Connecticut. Mike, what's going on, my guy? Welcome to Six Rings. Hey, great show. How are you guys doing? Super. <laughs> Top of the world, kid. Okay, lifelong Patriots fan. I'm 58 years old. I love Bill Belichick, the coach. But I got to say, in my opinion, 
Bill Belichick, the GM, is falling short. Um, I think he has players that are coached well. They just don't have the ability. And I think because they're lesser players, they're making mental and physical mistakes. Um, I'm not a Mac fan. I think we got to rock the boat. Rock the boat as All right, in. Mike, th- Mike, thank you so much. Uh, safe travels wherever you're headed to. Um, Andy, I want to get into that in the second hour of the show here. Uh, before the injury, and obviously you don't want to say something bad, you know, our parents tried to teach us, if you don't have anything nice to say, try not to say something at all. Oh, I didn't and learn that lesson very well. Apparently you weren't parented or raised very well, but that doesn't <laughs> Do not blame surprise. my mother. This I'm... is nature, not nurture. You could use some nurturing because your nature is very nasty or naughty at times, if I might say. But Mac Jones, before the injury, you don't want to, you know, kick someone who's down or who might be out for a while. But are you concerned with what you saw from Mac Jones? Listeners, viewers, Pats fans, are you concerned with what you saw from Mac Jones today before the injury? And are you mad at the offseason and or the moves made by Bill Belichick? I personally am not, but you might feel different. I know Andy has his particular feelings as well. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Heading into hour number two with your calls and more and some audio from Nelson Aguilar when the Six Rings postgame show returns. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.